Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is a podcast with lots of windows and lots of stairs. Hello and welcome to CBeebies Go Home, the podcast that wants to prorogue children's TV into the sun. Uh, C is for Cammy, that's me, and J is for James, who's over there. Hello, James. Hello, Cam. Uh, I couldn't be bothered with the rhyme. I spent this afternoon trying <laughs> to think of, of one, but I, 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 there wasn't any that fitted. Um, if we, you have... Is this is this the fourth or the fifth one, maybe? And we're already like we're already nah. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered making it fit with every introduction of children's TV yeah, shows yeah. that we cover. Um, if you hadn't guessed, we're doing Baby Jake this week. Uh, thank you very much to and I've got to get this right. Helen B on Twitter who who requested that we do do Baby Jake. Um, we are on Twitter at CBBS Go Home, and you can email us cbbsgohome at gmail.com. We've had an email from someone asking us to do something called Teacup Travels, which, from what I can tell, is about a grandmother that sends children back in time through a teacup. That's a rehash of uh, Jamie and Magic Torch just with a grandmother and a teacup. And a teacup, yeah. It's, it sounds like something we ought to cover, so we'll, we might give that one a look. Um, I think I've caught my eldest watching it, and it just looked incredibly caught. Caught, caught, caught. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What's that filth you're watching on CBBS now? <laughs> Get it off. Time traveling grandmother. Um, you so yeah, you can get in touch with us. Um, we're doing Baby Jake this week, but we start as always. And we welcome your contributions to this section, of course, with our uh, pitches for CBBS, new CBBS programmes. None have been commissioned yet. I no. think if we keep pitching, eventually one will and we'll, we'll be able to use this as, as evidence when we sue mm. uh, yes. for our ideas. What, what have you come up with this week, James, for your CBBS pitch? Well, for this week, I thought uh, if we can, a, a bit like Furchester Hotel, you know, that there needs to be a life um, after kind of Sesame Street and the Muppets and things like that. So, obviously, um, kids need to kind of broaden their kind of historical knowledge. So, I thought, what about Muppets Nuremberg? <laughs> so, so something terrible has happened in the. So, are you recreating Nuremberg with Muppets, 
for yeah. assist, like to like as a historical kind of reenactment yeah. thing for children to understand. It. I think yeah, there's something in that. They can kind of flash back, you know. Um, I very much see, uh, you know, potentially Kermit as a, a Hitler figure. You know, you I could see that. Definitely see Kermit as the Hitler figure. Um, he wasn't that Nuremberg famously Hitler, of course. Didn't didn't quite make it for, to full trial, did he? No, no. But I mean, if we're having this, I mean, if we're having the flashbacks, uh, I mean, that would be a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprise! Look who it is. Surprise ending. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I think it would obviously kind of be. Uh, I mean. Kermit would land a, would lend a certain uh, gravitas to the situation. Yeah, you've got, you, you, you you couldn't have Hitler fuzzy. No, no, definitely not. Um, Miss Miss Piggy as Eva Born, then. Yeah. Uh, Sam the Eagle, of course, as as one of the judges, clearly. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't. It's problematic, I think, casting Gonzo. Yes, potentially. Potentially, probably. Uh, Abby Kadabi, who who's one of the, uh, I think, is she the one that's got AIDS in Sesame Street? There's one of them. Has... Oh, potentially, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's probably a role for her as some sort of witness to the to the horrors. Mm. Um, who's playing Churchill? Um, it's a hard instinct- role to cast. Instinctively, Snuffleupagus. Yes, very much so, with the ball of hash. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> easily done. Um, that's it. Well, that's so you don't even have to. You don't have to do much. He doesn't even have to get into character. He could just be Snuffleupagus. Yeah. He wouldn't even you have know, to change the, his voice. The transcripts are there. It's just a case of editing them down as much as anything. Well, you could be a whole series. You could do Muppets Watergate. Uh, I'm a bit concerned. This is now sounding too much like a good idea. <laughs> this is this is this is where the, the part of the podcast where we normally say, "Let's delete this in case yeah. someone copies it." My, my Muppets Watergate. I like that. Um, my idea this week was, you know, you'll you'll be aware of uh, Granddad in my pocket, the James yes. Bolan vehicle. Yes. I think what we should do is bring it back because it finished. Mm. But make it in the shared universe of the likely lads, and the grandpa yes. is actually Terry, and then you get a hologram of Rodney Bues, like Tupac. Yes, exactly, a Tupac style hologram, but he's giant, obviously, and therefore, yes. and they become mortal enemies. But they just recreate classic whatever happened to the likely lads scripts. So you've got grandpa, tiny, tiny grandpa in my pocket, James Bolam, having to race giant Rodney Bues hologram to Berwick on a bike. Is is it a tough sell because Bolam and Buse famously uh, massively fell out, didn't they? Well, they did, according to Buse, but not. But, but I've, I checked Wikipedia just to check that Bolam was still alive because I had a feeling he might not be. He is happy to. Ha- I'm happy yeah, to yeah, say, yeah. and I wanted to double check it was definitely Buse that died. But um, on on Rodney Buse's Wikipedia page, which I think has been edited by James Bolam, if, if he's, <laughs> I know he's all uh, has said he, he, he they hadn't fallen out. They just hadn't. They'd been busy for forty years, and he always had fond memories of him. So. If that's true, that, that sounds like they've fallen out. <laughs> just, but how you know if it's not a tough sell to to James Bolan if you're saying you look here's the controls to the hologram you can make giant Rodney Bues do whatever you like. Well, uh, getting giant Rodney Bues to do whatever you like, I think it ends up being rather like Pacific Rim, doesn't it? If you're going to have giant Rodney Bues, yes, and, uh, that would certainly be my. Uh, it's about, I'm thinking kind of like Ant Man, Giant Man, with the kind of like a small person versus a very giant character and. But just with likely like, like 
that when obviously when they make up halfway through the series, that they just have to spend all day giant hologram Rodney Bews and tiny little grandpa pocket James Bowen avoiding the rugby score or the football score. Mm. I think I'd watch uh, giant hologram Rodney Bews versus Mothra. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's possibly. That. Um, whether or not he'd be able to take down Mechagodzilla, of course, is another matter. Mm. Well, let's let's leave a little bit of tension in the concept. Yeah, whether or not Don't they have to it. awaken King Caesar, which apparently is... I, I had researched Godzilla for a, for a thing I was doing for the Rugby World Cup. <laughs> really? I didn't have to. Oh, right. <laughs> I should say, there was a thing I was doing, and I, decided I, got, I got heavy into Godzilla lore. Um, yes, and that was very much became a very much a top trumps of who who trumps who in the Godzilla world. And who's who's top? Uh, King Caesar, who you have to awaken. You can defeat uh, Mecha Godzilla with King Caesar and Godzilla, but you cannot defeat the Mecha Godzilla with Godzilla alone. Mothra's right. bottom of the pile because he's just a giant moth. Mm. Just turn on a light bulb, yeah. just flies into but the sun, dies. You, if you if you do if you do hit him, you will leave that slightly weird powdery stain on a wall, though. Or possibly in the Earth's atmosphere, casting us into an eternal nuclear winter. So, yeah. Mothra had the last laugh. Yeah. Speaking of eternal nuclear winters, it's time to look at the world of Baby Jake. <laughs> so I segued that one nicely. Um, yeah. it, this was so popular on Wikipedia today, when I was double-checking things about Baby Jake, that Wikipedia actually said so many people are looking at this article that if everyone gave two pounds we could fund wikipedia for a long time and i thought how many people are on wikipedia looking up baby jake are you got a wikipedia page you're a minor celebrity uh yeah we are mentioned in i think there's something scottish there's a page on scottish rugby journalism and Ooh. there's a bit on podcasts in there that i may or may not have put in with citations <laughs> and it may or not it may not have stuck um Nobody's edited it yet. Um, nobody's <laughs> oh, edited yes. it to say that I own that I uh, print off the entire internet. Yet, yet sounds like a challenge, listeners. It does, yes. Or, or, or that I once starred in the. Uh, I, I'm, I was due to star in a remake of the Britass Empire, as happened to someone that we know. Um, yes. So, Baby Jake, then the nightmare world of Baby Jake. Uh, the official synopsis is that Baby Jake is a nine-month-old baby boy and the youngest of 10 children who live in a windmill with their parents. At the heart of the show is the relationship between baby Jake and Isaac, Jake's six-year-old brother. Isaac is the narrator of the show and can understand all of baby Jake's giggles and gurgles. Isaac also opens the door to an imaginary world where baby Jake sings, dances, and baby talks with animal friends, Pengy Quinn, Sydney the monkey, Nibbles the rabbit, and the hamster knots. Um, it all sounds very innocent, but it's... It's fairly terrifying at points, isn't it? Well, I just think that there's a certain kind of uh, post-Killiam animation style to it. But mainly just even from... I think actually the his animal friends are the least sinister thing about it. Yes. Uh, I, it's the windmill. The windmill itself, yeah, because it opens... Every episode starts and ends the same way. It must be in a day's filming, which we'll come on to later on when we do the quiz. It's a windmill. Now, that windmill, when you look on Wikipedia, does not have all those windows. They're, those windows are CGI windows that have been added to the windmill. Mm. There's no roads that can be seen to that wind to that windmill. So they're in the middle of nowhere. Are, are we thinking that this family are living off-grid? 
It would make sense. I mean, the first note I wrote down instinctively was, how can they all possibly sleep there? So my theory is perhaps the structure of the windmill extends underground. You've got a kind of bunker situation going on. Yeah. And that's front. I would... It, generally, when you have families with Chen children... Mm. It normally ends up with the children being photographed, sort of having been rescued by emergency services, and the and the mother and father taken away to prison. Not necessarily. I mean, I I grew up Catholic. I do know, <laughs> but not ones that not ones that live off grid in the middle of nowhere and windmills, though, with underground bunkers. No, that's true. I can only think of one local windmill, and that is uh, very much a an, a Protestant uh, windmill, a, a, a neglected. Uh, <laughs> Thing. Yeah, well, windmills are inherently Protestant, I believe, uh, <laughs> for reasons. Well, the Dutch. Dutch yeah, exactly. The quite. Dutch, yeah. There you go. Um, so we were introduced then to the family and, and the children primarily. Um, now, we'll come on to the full thing. It's worth going through the kids one by one, I think, because that's how yeah. we see Isaac running up the steps into the windmill. And first mm. we have A's for Ava, the oldest of all. Yes. And... Now- Ava doesn't walk. She crawls the entire episode. And I think this is what comes with living in cramped conditions and be you know, and being the oldest child and overcrowded is that she 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 crawls around on the floor. Ava, from what I can tell, might actually be the mother of some of the children. That's that's entirely possible. That goes along with the sort of held against their will by some sort of horrendous tyrannical father figure. Yeah. Well, I, I did a. I, I was searching uh, to try and find further information about the the actors who play these kids, and all I could find out Ava was uh, a tweet which uh, uh, essentially questioned: Is she legal? Because this will shape the rest of this thread. Yes, I I I saw that 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 tweet too. Um, the internet is not a good place. He didn't get an answer. No, well, well, quite, quite right too. The only answer he should have had was was from the police knocking on his door. Unless it was ruled on side. I mean, uh, possibly. Are we in a kind of Charlotte Charlotte Church Daily Express territory of counting down? Is that what he was hoping for? That's a slightly more sinister uh, bent on this wind, sex windmill. Yeah. Um, B is for Blake, who's ever so tall. That's the only thing we know about Blake. He's standing on a box. He is clearly standing on a box. Yeah, His uh, arms aren't in proportion to the height he would be. And when you see them inside the house, he's as tall as some of the other kids. Yeah, and it's a scam. I was told by a very tall uh, friend of mine once that he was about six foot, six tall. And he claimed he was only a couple of inches away in height from being technically disabled. <laughs> now, now... As as lies go, I thought that was a very fine one, but that's that's what I presume Blake's height scam is about. He stands in a box near a window and just goes, "Oh, like that. I just have to have some kind of extra allowance for my immense height." I think the dad—that's what the dad scam is. When he does have to go into town to get supplies, he takes Blake with him, and he strapped flower pots to his feet and covered them with very long trousers and makes him walk around. And they get a blue badge for easy parking, so they can make a quick getaway. So no one thinks anything weird's going on at the windmill. Yeah, there's that weird family that live at the windmill with his with his really tall disabled son. Um, <laughs> then, then the most I think one of the most tragic characters in all of this is is poor Chloe with her pet rash. Yes, I mean, uh, n- not 
that. I don't want to be unduly cruel, but she looks like a poisoner. She's going to become something worse than a, than a cat lady, and that is a rat lady. Yeah. I, I, is there anything lower than the rat lady? I think the snake lady would be... But I don't know. I, I do. Kind of, the, there is that element of like a snake. You know, the, if you're talking about a snake lady, strippers have snakes. I'm not sure I've ever seen a rat stripper. <laughs> well, I think you've got to pay extra. <laughs> that, that's that's around the back. They, they have that show around the back. <laughs> yeah. In the alleyway. You can't yeah. drink either. Yeah, I'm not even sure it's a domesticated rat either, and not just a rat that she has befriended whilst lying on the cold basement floor of the windmill. Well, maybe it's like, you know, never having had a, a pet rat, but certainly, you know, our pet cat, you know, goes for a wander outside. Maybe maybe rats can be trained, you know. They know where the food are. They come back. Little yeah. rat flap. So she's just sort of close, just keeping little crumbs of bread in her pocket mm. to attract the rats as her only company. Yeah. Quick, run, run out. Under uh, Blake's legs, you won't notice. <laughs> um, then we've got D. D is for Dylan, the happiest member of the family because he's got a pirate hat. Yes, although he he does he does look like um, I'm trying to diplomatically he he, he looks touched. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah, I think that if if we're casting the whole thing as being some sort of nightmarish, what was the guy that Joseph? Fritzel? Joseph Fritzel kind of situation. I think we've definitely got a Fritzel situation here. Yeah. Um, what He is as tall as Blake when you see a later scene. Yes, yeah, just not got a box. He's not got a box. He's not got plant pots strapped to his feet to fool the authorities into giving him a blue badge. Um, so Dylan's power hat then. Now, I think it's Edie because the, the, there's no lyrics to this anywhere on the internet. So I just had to listen to it. E is for Edie who loves eating peas. Because I, yeah. I mean, that's the only food that there is of note is peas. She just made me think of, you know, when you you don't see them so often these days, but you know, where you used to get adverts for milk, or you know, just drink milk, the milk advertising board, or, or, or something like that. Is she just from Big P? <laughs> that's it. Just eat peas. It's maybe some eat subliminal ad, like product placement. The pea. Yeah. Pre-information society or pre-information board have said we need a kid in a TV show that loves eating peas. Yeah, and she's weirdly uh, drawn green circles on her face. To her. I think that's yeah. It, take, it suggests again, running through the entire family, that there is some sort of um, mental illness, or certainly as a result of neglect and other such happenings within that household, that she's gone beyond just loves eating peas and wants to be one. Mm. I think it's. I think it's a fairly. I, I can only think that post the uh, death of uh, the Poddington Peas, that, that that was all that was left for the pea board. Yeah, I once was in a uh, drinking with one of our friends in Leeds, and we were in Headingley. And uh, anyone that's been to Headingley before will know that people uh, go in fancy dress. And uh, we, I was quite drunk at the time, and seeing someone in green makeup and asking if they were dressed as a Poddington Pea. And it was a young person, and they didn't know what a Poddington P was, so I sang the entire... I think me and the, the friend of ours sang the, the entire song of the Poddington P's at them until they asked us to stop. <laughs> the people will do that. <laughs> yeah. I think they said she was she was some sort of uh, green M&M, I think, was what she was supposed to be, but looked more like a Poddington P. Um, so, Is there a green M&M? I don't know. I can't remember. They, def- they weren't Poddington P's. 
I can't remember what they were. Mm-hmm. They were very offended at the suggestion of what of them being Poddington Peas. I remember that much. Um, H is for Harry. Oh no, forgot Ginny, of course. G- G- the, the most scarred no, we've of all. Freddie. Freddie. Oh yes, Freddie and Ginny, the most scarred of all the children. Because yeah, F yeah. is for Freddie, who draws on his knees. Yeah, I mean that's not a substitute for a personality. No, I, he's just sat there in the corner, drawing on his knees and talking to his knee friends. Yeah, it made me just think of uh, poor old uh, Wilson and Castaway. You know? <laughs> knees. Yeah. What's what's that, Mister Knee? You want me to kill them all? <laughs> but they're my family. Quick, enlist the help of the rat. <laughs> Um, and then G G is for Ginny, who thinks she's a tree. Drama school attention seeker. Or genuinely thinks they're a tree, because that's that that's somehow comforting to them, that they mm. are nothing. <laughs> well, I suppose you you grow as tall as the uh, as tall as the windmill. Possibly. Kind of new meaning to quixotic, I suppose, and tilting at. That is a an aspirational goal in terms of height. To be as tall as the windmill and strong as strong as the windmill in the face of the horrors at home. <laughs> well, we don't really see the parents, do we? We don't really get much insight into their uh, their role in all of this. No, uh, no, not at all. There's um, Harry then, who likes drinking iced tea. Yeah, iced tea in inverted commas. Yeah, I also get the impression that in when Harry's about 30 and it's Christmas and everyone gives him iced tea, he finally cracks and said, guys, I liked, I said I liked iced tea once. Yeah. And then I've I, had nothing but iced tea since. I suspect it's more the uh, Long Island iced tea. Mm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's just the slightest... In the way in which the theme tune is done, there's just the slightest beat before, like, drinking iced tea as if they're trying to make it clear to us that that is a cover-up and Harry's a drunk. Yes. Well, he numbs the pain, doesn't it? Yeah, understandably. If you can't uh, pretend to be a tree. Yeah. And then you've got Ice for Isaac and Jace for Jake. 
the question, therefore, of course, is: Are the key, are the parents going for the full alphabet? Ava's going to have to fire out a few more of those kids if she hasn't already. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's and then there's the 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 mum and dad. Yes. The, the, who are unseen and don't do a lot. Dad sort of spends his time sort of guiding the children around the room, shepherd mm. them, shepherding them, and mum's sort of on with making some sort of lunch, which just seems to be a big bowl of peas. Well, it's Edie's turn to, uh, <laughs> to pick, isn't it? And the classic thing, what happens every episode is then it goes to Isaac and Jake, and they drift off into some sort of fantasy land and my theory is that the family are not they're living off grid but that dad has a meth lab in the basement and that the fumes from the meth lab are what cause these hallucinations yeah it, 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 there's got to be some source of income there isn't there yeah um, I mean it, they, they've got nice stuff in the one room that we see yeah whether or not well, that's just, just for sure yeah um it's funny, isn't it? Any of those kind of uh, drug situations. I remember being um, when my uh, when my wife was uh, still at university. Uh, we got a knock on the door uh, one Saturday for the uh, Oxfordshire Constabulary to ask about um, had they heard, noticed anything strange happening next door? Had they heard any noises in the loft? And it turned out that their next door neighbours who they they hadn't really seen. It was. They were just growing weed. Yeah. And so they wondered why the house had been lovely and warm this whole time. <laughs> but they did they did question about whether uh, perhaps some of these uh, some of these people drawing groups, growing drugs had perhaps escaped into the loft and were kind of scrabbling around like tombs from the X Files, you know? Um, apparently not. No. Yeah, we've we had a friend who uh, rented out a property and her entire basement was turned into a um, growing because you can't, of course, you can't detect heat signatures from a basement from police helicopters. Oh, just like a windmill in the middle of nowhere where the police helicopters are unlikely to go. And as you said, mm. there's obviously a basement where all the family is sleeping anyway. Hmm. Well, it almost works too well. Yeah. Um, so they're obviously living off grid. I suspect by the looks of daddy's sort of. He's Brexit, but left-wing Brexit. If you don't mind me saying, the absolute worst kind. Yes. Uh, and my guess would be that if they had the chance, they would bring the children up without telling anyone their genders. Well, yes, you're, you're, you're not a boy or a girl. You're a tree, you're a pea. Exactly. You're and we're not going to we're not going to prejudice how society might view you by telling people what gender you are. We're just going to make you inanimate objects. I mean, they're already going to have to have enough therapy, so yeah. Um, so they go off into the fantasy land every episode, mm. and they meet. Well, they meet all of the fantasy characters every time, don't they? But there's normally one that that Baby Jake goes off and has an adventure with. Mm. It's just really, like you said, it's a really weird animation style. Yeah. Yeah, it's the weird kind of, uh, yes, the the real head, <laughs> bring me the head of Jake, and uh, yeah, and, and then... But cut into pieces, because so yeah. like, he seems to have, like, they've pieced him, like, cut, 
cut photos of him up and then pieced it back together again for the purposes of animating it. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get kids to dance with fictional hamster astronauts, can you? No, no, it's very hard, notoriously hard. Don't work with children or animals. Or hamster astronauts. Well, exactly. Um, so we've got Pengy Quinn, who's a penguin. Mm. Slack effort naming, I yeah. felt. Um, there's Sydney the monkey, mm. who's just a monkey. Um, we'll come on to Nibbles the rabbit in a minute. Um, and then there's the hamster knots led by Captain Spacey, which feels to me like the biggest missed opportunity here is I would have, I would quite happily watch the spin-off about the hamster knots. Yeah, well, maybe it's coming. Maybe Jake grows up and he he's uh, he leads a crew of the hamster knots. No, I think I think I'd want it more sort of like more proper spin-off where they have their own series, but maybe now and again, maybe Jake pops in to see how they're getting on. Is he fully grown at this point? Possibly. Well, it's in his head, isn't it? So he'd have to fit. I think it's in Isaac's head. Do you? Well, he's well. He says he can understand everything that their baby Jake's doing. So, is this is this some sort of weird? Is there a horror and film masquerading as a children's TV show here, where baby Jake is able to control the thoughts of those around him? I think Baby Jake either never existed or is already dead, uh, has been possessed, and uh, that's that's why we're kind of getting this. And Isaac just making all this shit up. It's like, oh, the the whole you know, he's goo gooing and gagging. Oh yeah, Hamstonauts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a coping technique. Yeah, poor poor Jake's dead. Poor Jake's dead. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, I think that, that's the, that's the only explanation. Um, the um, Nibbles the Rabbit was the, the other one I wanted to mention, which uh, Guy Mitchell on Twitter said that its laugh was unnerving. And I think the thing with Nibbles the Rabbit is you you look at him and it's a rabbit, and mm. I'm fine with it as a rabbit. But then it opens its mouth, and it looks like the most horrendous and horrific thing on yes. children's TV. It's got this weird maniacal grin. And this weird laugh. And given this is a usually on that between six and seven a.m., isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not a way to start the day. No, the kids like it, but it's not how you want to start the day as a parent, especially if you've had been on the wine the night before. It's not. It's mm. not the kind of images you want to wake up, and and it has this weird hypnotic effect on kids as well, where they just want to watch it again and again and again. I'm not entirely the- sure there's some sort of subliminal message playing underneath it all there's some kind of unrealistic unrealistic expectation because i find it unlikely that i'm ever gonna live in a window no i think that's it i, I think but we were we were kind of brought a lot of children's tv shows were set in windmills when we were younger or was it just one was it just rod hull and emu yeah i think so um and look what happened to him but exactly don't live in yeah. windmills folks Fall yeah, off, I mean, adjust, I mean that's certain that'll kill you adjusting the aerial on a on a windmill. On a, on a windmill, well, the, the the big mistake that Rod Hull made is he he attached it to one of the uh, blades of the windmill, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and so, fi- fixing that in a storm as it's going round is. <laughs> yeah, well, famously while trying to watch Manchester United in the Champions League final. Yeah, I mean, uh, what a way to go! Was he a big Man United fan? I don't know if he was, which might makes it even more 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 tragic. He was just watching an. Uh, a football match. I've long since believed that 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 whole 
kind of nature of death seems appropriate to me, and that it was it was probably a hit from <laughs> what from from grot bags, uh, from grot bags, or from um, was it iced tea? And he was feeling the balls of on the word. Oh, did he? I'm trying to think. Who it's an it episode of, of of the word where where <laughs> where he attacked the crotch of iced tea. I'm trying to think who it was. It was certainly it was one of your uh, hippity hop gangster uh, rabbits. Famously, of course, um, famously, of course, whilst on Parkinson, um, he tried it with Billy Conley, and Billy Conley turned round and said, "If that bird attacks me, I'll break its fucking neck." Which is entirely, uh, entirely, uh, entirely reasonable response. Was it yes. just the emu he had? It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a Keith and Orville situation where there was a, a monkey or something alongside. He just. It was just the emu, wasn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Oh, uh, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this and find from uh, Rod Hull's uh, Wikipedia page. That, <laughs> Do you think that's uh, going to be on Wikipedia that Rod Hull attacked? I mean, it seems like the sort of thing. Rod Hull and Emu meet Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, that's who it was. Was it Snoop Dogg? Yeah, he met uh, Snoop Dogg in 2007. Um, that can't be right. He died before then, didn't he? Oh, no, it was a word you write. Rod Hull and Emu on the word, meeting yeah. Snoop Dogg. Um yeah, um, with Mark Lamar's there, um, and yeah, he does. He goes. Snoop Dogg does not look happy. No, well, he, he starts starts cutting his balls and the excuse that it's a puppet doing it. I'm just saying also so the tragic death of uh, Rod Hall that the coroner was called Alan Craze. Oh, which was which is a brief period in history where everyone was just obsessed with Alans. Remember the Alan Craze. The Alan Craze. <laughs> yeah, everyone walking around with with masks of famous Allens on. Yeah, Alan Allens, Bennett. Allens on our t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Um, the um, so yeah, they sing some songs, don't they, along the way? Um, there's the Yaki Yaki Yogi song that yes. they sing. Yaki Yaki Yogi, do do do, ba ba ba, beep beep, you see. Yaki Yaki Yogi, do do do. That's just what we like to do. I'm not sure it is. I'd like to confirm to you, uh, listeners, that he did that did that without notes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have that written down at all. That's just no. That's uh, I've been I've been for something for work. I've been having to um, look at um, how the brain functions, and I know that because that's now muscle memory, it has pushed something that I used to know out of my brain, and I am not happy about that at all. Well, I, I realised the other day that I, I think going back to a previous episode. I'd start to think that if push came to shove, I probably could recreate Eagle Pickle's dance. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I, I now have no information left in my brain about, I don't know, the, the formation of Oxbow Lakes or something. Yeah, well, I've, I've completely forgot who who collaborated with John Spencer on uh, the Acme album. I used to know that off by heart. Yeah. Sad times. Forget. Yeah, I don't even remember uh, my own mother. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, is there anything else we need to say about baby the horror that it is baby Jake before I, I start to to do a quiz for do the quiz? It just strikes me as the whole thing almost kind of serves as a warning against um, like the excesses of neglectful hipster middle class parents. Yes. Oh, let's all go and live in a windmill. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. That is, no, no, it's like they they strike me as the kind of people that you see on grand designs. And they bought the windmill 
but Kevin McLeod goes back four years later and they're all still living in the caravan and you just think, why hasn't someone called social services? Yeah. Oh, that's right, it's because they're rich. Oh, isn't Kevin McLeod ironically in a lot of legal trouble himself? He is for, for, for one of his own grand designs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the bitterest irony of all. <laughs> Be like Phil, Phil and Kirsty becoming homeless. Well, good. Yeah. Um, so I've got a quiz on Baby Jake for you. We've got yeah. to do the quizzes the last two episodes. I didn't have any prepared, but I've, I've prepared them for for this one. Um, ba- was Baby Jake in Taggart? Uh, that what that was one of my questions. Is is the mum for Baby? Has the mum true or false? Is the mum has the the mum from Baby Jake was once in Taggart? True. False. Uh... Couldn't find any information about the mum. No, I, I all or any of the, the kids, the babies, the 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 one 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 uh, interesting fact. I'm not. It's not part of the quiz. Is the fact that Isaac is voiced by an entirely different child. What? Yep. That's not Isaac's voice. Isaac and Baby Jake are brother uh, are actually brothers in real life. Mm. Bush, the voice of Isaac is an Isaac. It's another child altogether. Seems uh, excessive. It seems harsh, I think, on the kid that plays Isaac because essentially what you're being told is at a very young age that your voice isn't good enough. He's he's the David Prowse of children's TV. Mm. They've replaced him with the children's equivalent of James Earl Jones. I think Baby Jake would be improved if it were uh, James Earl Jones. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it is for Ava the oldest of all. Yeah, no, definitely, I can see that. Um, maybe, for the, maybe for the film version. Yeah, definitely. Um, here's your quiz then on Baby Jake. How much did it cost to make Baby Jake? The, the whole thing? The or whole thing. Um, I think it cost uh, £250,000. One point eight five million. Fuck off! <laughs> no, that's a genuine figure. One point. Where's that money going? I want to see those expenses records because it's stock footage. This is what I was alluding to earlier in the episode. It's it's the same footage. That's a day's filming in that windmill at best, and maybe at a window somewhere else that you with black bricks that you can superimpose onto a windmill. Then you've got the in, internal shot. That's what another day's filming of getting a family to eat round a table. Yeah. Then there's the animation. Someone is someone's on the take there. Someone's a lot of money doing very little. Well, maybe that is the cumulative expenses for whatever's going on in the basement of that windmill. Possibly, yeah. That's a. It seems excessive. It seemed excessive, which is why I stuck it in the quiz. Um. There wasn't much on else about Baby Jake, so I've just got some some true or false questions about Baby Jake, the actor that plays Baby Jake's dad. Right. Who doesn't have? Uh, he's very little about him on IMDb, but he does have uh, a profile on a on an actor's website that I found. Um, true or in false? In the style of a Toast of London style. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full, full on. You wait till you hear the questions. True or false? He will perform nude. Oh, true. True, that's true. Yeah. True or What's false? The... He is DBS checked. <laughs> true. False. 
Oh, he's now lost. those two facts together, that's those two facts are presented together. That seemed concerning that he would perform nude, but isn't DBS checked and has been in a t- children's TV show. Well, I, I, I suppose that's fair enough. Like you, you'll get his lad out, but not in front of kids. I think that's that's that, fine. That's essentially what he's saying, I suppose, and that's okay. We can't criticize that, can we? For no. legal reasons, um, he appeared as James Woods, financial controller, corporate in a trading for, video for KPMG. James Woods was in it. A, a character called James Woods, who was a oh, financial right. controller, corporate. And that was a training video for KPMG. True or false, he appeared in that. Uh, true, that seems too on the nose. False, it was PricewaterhouseCooper. Oh. Ah, <laughs> you should have did there, the old switcheroo. Um, Is James Woods not annoyed? The actual James Woods? I would imagine he's probably got a good cause to sue, PricewaterhouseCooper, for yeah. appropriation of his names. Yeah. Mame. Unless, well, I suppose, unless you have the disclaimer at the end saying any resemblance to people real or otherwise is completely fictional. Or unless you spend the entire thing going, James Woods, not that one. Yes. I think so long as the James Woods in the Cooper video wasn't a, a, a rampant racist, it's probably okay. Yeah. That is James Woods, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, right wing wronging. Yeah. Um... So back to Baby Jake's dad, um, or rather the actor, he can do the following to a, and this is in quote marks, reasonable standard, football, tennis, darts, pool, cricket, bar work, computing, and disc jockey. I can do those to a reasonable standard. I think that's. I think they're all quite straightforward to a reasonable standard. True. True. It was a disappointingly short list. I felt like he could have included a lot more on there. PowerPoint. It's interesting you put pool but not snooker because I kind of feel like if you can do pool to a reasonable sn- standard, you can do snooker to a reasonable standard too. Uh, isn't it smaller balls? It's a larger table. Yeah, maybe that's the full extent. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the maybe he just can't get his head around the angles. Maybe maybe it's just a case that like um, he's, he, he's been burnt. You know, he went for that audition for like a, a Dennis Taylor biopic or something. Possibly. Um Last last question. He can do a Boston General American, New York City, an upper class man, Massachusetts, and a Texan accent. That's at once. I uh, know separately. I, I think, regardless of how whether this is true or false, his uh, New York accent is definitely uh, saying the words "I'm walking here." <laughs> um, uh, I would say that is uh, false because you're just being a dick about it. Uh, it's false, but only it, I made up the tech that he could do a Texan accent. He claims to be yeah. able to do all the others. I don't know what upper class Massachusetts is. That seemed very specific to me. Uh, isn't that uh, essentially? Is it their version of RP? I yeah, I think he's basically angling for a part in like a a, a rep production of The Great Gatsby. Ah, I see. There we go. Sadly, sadly, he hasn't appeared. Sadly, um, Dad and Baby Jake and James Woods, financial controller corporate for Price Waterhouse Cooper training video, is the the height to which his career has uh, has soared. Um, yeah. Do you want to, as a last thing, do you want to uh, take a guess at his what he got his degree in? Um, I think he has a degree in environmental science. Oh, close sociology. 
equally equally useful in the world of work. Um, yeah. That was Baby Jake. Then um, that's that's it for this week. We we we're recording episodes back to back as we always do. So in in a couple of weeks, we'll be back to look at the very very strange world of the Gord Jetters. But for now, it is goodbye from me and goodbye from James. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.